This is the Nebraska Radio Football Show with interim head coach Mickey Joseph. Proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsmen place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at Channel.com. And your Midwest Ford dealers. Visit BuyFordNow.com. Huskers line up quickly from the 34. Low snap. Thompson picks it up. Has some time. Steps, throws for the end zone. Has a man out there. The pass is caught. It is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oliver Martin pulls it in. Evans awaits the snap. Good snap. Huskers come out from him, block the ball. It's picked up by Hartzog. Malcolm racing to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. Malcolm Hartzog picks up the ball, blocked by Chris Kalarvik, and Nebraska has a special teams touchdown. Casey awaits the snap. Gets it. Play actions. Back to throw. Step throws for the end zone, looking for Trey Palmer. He makes a catch. Touchdown, oh. Nebraska. Baby. Simon gets the shotgun snap. Huskers send a corner blitz. Simon steps, throws. Pass intercepted. Picked off Go, by Miles Farmer. Go, to baby. The 35 to the 30. Rook tied down to the 27-yard line. Miles Farmer's fourth career INT. Yes! Here's your host, Greg Sharp, on the Huskers Radio Network. And we're here at our weekly sit-down chat with Husker football coaches. Mickey Joseph with us tonight. We're moved up a night because Husker basketball plays tomorrow night. Huskers getting ready for their final home game of the year with the Wisconsin Badgers. Huskers coming off of a, a tough one at the uh, Big House against a really good Michigan team. But I thought the guys really, they competed hard in that game, Coach. Yeah, I thought they played 60 minutes. I thought um, the first half, I thought we were gap integrity with the defense. That the offense did much as they could, you know, with, um, with, with Chubby. And I thought Chubba was finally catching a rhythm until you hurt his ankle. But, you know, they played hard. They played hard and they, they, they fought to the end. Well, that's a good team. That's a really good football team. Really good that's football why they're team. ranked where they are. Yes, really good football team. Well, here you go this week. Last home game. You're going to be honoring some seniors on Saturday. I'm going to even start with a text from somebody that I think you're going to like this. This is from Chris and Heber. And he says, tell Coach uh, Mickey, I hear some of the media saying Nebraska has nothing to play for, that we don't can't go to a bowl game. I disagree. I think they have a lot to play for because they're going to be 90,000 fans watching, cheering on the boys, and hoping to watch them play their tails off on Saturday. Go Big Red. Yeah, we talked about it. It's a two-game season, and um, Wisconsin's coming to town, and we're going to play hard. We're going to play hard, and we're going to give our all. And we're going to go out and try to win the game. Folks, you want to be a part of this tonight, 402-413-2400. You can uh, dial us up with a comment or question or fire off a text. Our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman plays products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Let's start with a caller tonight. Let's stay in Lincoln. Sawyer, you're up next with Coach Joseph. Good evening. Good evening. I was wondering to ask Mickey what our quarterback situation is going to be on Saturday against Wisconsin. Sorry, that's a good question. How old are you? 11. Attaboy, that's a good question. Appreciate you calling. That's a great question. Well, Casey practiced again today for the second day. Um, Logan Logan was healthy today. So right now it looks like Casey's going to be ready to go. You know, we'll, we'll still go day by day with him, but today he looked really good, and Logan looked really good today. So those two was um, up and going today, taking reps with the ones and the twos. We talked about it some of the broadcasts. You and I talked about it on the TV show on Sunday. I don't know that a lot of people knew that Logan's been battling some. He's been he's been banged up too a little bit during the fall. Well, yes, he's been banged. He's been banged up. I want to say since week week four or five that he's he's got banged up, but he's been fighting through. He's a tough kid, and he's been he's he's been you know trying to play. 
steady as he can. You know, but when you're banged up and you're a quarterback, it's it's hard to really get it done. Well, uh, it, you you had a chance two weeks ago. You got Anthony Grant really going against Minnesota. Got him over 100 yards. Had a little harder time getting him going against Minnesota. How's Anthony hanging in there? Because the production has not been as good as it was early in the year. What what's his attitude been like? Well, he's in good spirits. He knows the team sport. He's not out there by himself and um, hadn't been blocked clean every play like he wants it. So now we talk to Anthony about you know rely on your teaching, rely on your, your technique and your fundamentals. You know press it. And when you see daylight, run the daylight. And sometimes you got to tell them that because the play might say, hey, you're supposed to go front side, but you might have to cut this play back and go back side. So we're trying to just press it. When you see daylight, hit it and go. Don't hesitate because he's been hesitating a little bit. We did see a little Gabe Irvin for the first time in a while Saturday. Yeah, Gabe's coming off that turf toe. You know, turf toe is a very it's – a, it's, a, it's a lingering – you know, injury that stays with you. And it was, it, he was saying he feels better, then the next day he doesn't feel well, you know. So he's feeling better right now, and I mean, we're happy to have Gabe back. Did you ever have that? Yes, I had that. And you, you, it takes four to five weeks sometimes. We rest to get it to get it back. Frustrating because you're Frustrating, sitting there going, man, that shouldn't yeah. be something that knocks you out of it, but it does. You really appreciate that toe once you get the turf toe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I, I asked you about this in postgame Saturday, but, and I think the media even asked you uh, yesterday at your press conference about the development you've seen from Ernest Hausman, the, the young linebacker, the true freshman. Uh, man, he made a terrific play. Got his first Husker sack against Michigan last week. Where? What kind of growth have you seen out of him the last six, seven months. Well, we're happy where Ernest is at right now. He's like night and day. He, he's finally learned how to play the college game. He had to learn how to play the college game. People don't understand when these kids come from high school, they're, they're the best kid on the field since the age of five. And when they get to college, now they got to compete and now the playing field's even for the first time in their life at the age of, age of 18, the playing field's even. And now they got to rely on a technique and they got to rely more on the mental part of the game. And he's, done a, he's doing a really good job of doing that right now. And, and I really take my hat off to Barrett from getting him ready, but also to Nick and Luke from bringing him along. Jeremy in Texas, a text question for you. Coach, you said, good luck this week. Any chance we sneak Trey or Amir out on a kick return with Tommy? Would love to see someone get a, We got a big pr- prize for somebody. Think we bring back a kickoff or a touchdown. Any thoughts about having two speedsters back deep on kickoffs? We, we, we thought about that, and uh, we have something in the, in the plans. You know, if they start pooch kick, kicking us to the 20, we have a plan for that. Joey we talked to me about it before I came in here. So we do have a plan for that. We had Joey on the show last week. He did a really good job. We had Joey and Mike Cassano both on. They both did a really good job, and I know you appreciate both those fellas. Yes, yes. You know, um, Kaz and and Joey, you know, stepping into their roles, they've been been great. You know, I can't ask for, you know, better guys, you know, just good human beings. But they they really connect well with the coaches. And um, I always tease Joey because Joey was at Central Florida when I was coaching at LSU. He was a player. And he's he's the kid. He's the guy that hit Joe uh, Joe Barrow. On the um, oh, interception wow. return, and he got a lot of hate mail from the LSU go, fans. I gotta go look that up on YouTube. Yeah, so Joy, Joy's the one who got all the hate mail from LSU. So that's what I remember Joy from. Joy was a really good college football player, and he's a really good special team coach. You, yeah, you haven't seen a drop off when you move Bill from there to no. To, we're playing to really, defense. we're playing really top top notch on special teams. Very good. All right, let's uh, head to the phones. Let's go out to North Platte. Jim's with us tonight. Good evening, Jim. Well, good evening. Hey, uh, hey, Coach, basically Mickey Joes. Uh, in my first uh, call, man, is, well, and I hope you get the coaching job. And I am 71 years old, and I've learned over the years, if you don't block for the running back, 
and you don't block for the quarterback to pass, and you can't stop the other team's running game, that you're going to get beat most of the time. And I want to wish you both a good turkey day. Good luck, Coach. Go Big Red. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. You, you, you're totally right. You're right. Um, the game is still about blocking and tackling. And that's one thing when we took the job, that's what one thing we had to attack is to tackle more and um, to sustain our blocks. But um, you're right about that, and that's what the game is built on, talk, tackling and blocking. Jim, appreciate the call. Let's stay in Lincoln. Bob, you're up next with Mickey Joseph. Good evening. Hey, Coach. It's been a long time I wanted to talk to you. Hey, you know, um, I appreciate what you're doing. Um, this goes beyond wins and losses. And, you know, you've got these guys playing hard. They could have quit. But you've got, got these playing hard. And, you know, I love Bill Bush as defensive coordinator. And you guys got more wins in you. you got two more wins in you. We can go up to Wisconsin. We can go to Wisconsin. Or Wisconsin can come here. We can beat them. And we can beat Iowa. Go up to Iowa and beat Iowa. You know, I just want to say, you know, you know what it takes to get to Big 12 or the Big 10. You know, what it, you know how it takes to win. And you've got the formula, and the offseason, you'll get it. And, you know, we'll, we'll get the defensive line that's more uh, depth on the defensive and offensive line, more physical, and I love it. And I think that you're going to be a great coach, and we should hire you as our head coach. And if we don't, I'm afraid we're going to lose you, and you're going to go to some place, and you're going to and you're going to be awesome, and we're going to wish you, we would have had you as our head coach. So... Go Hustlers, and let's take it to Wisconsin this week. And, you know, I just hope that after Wisconsin game, they name you as our new head coach because it goes beyond what people don't realize. It goes beyond more wins and losses, and you are the man. Thank you. Thank you very much. We get should get Bob come talk to the team. Yeah, we need to get him. We pump him up a little bit. <laughs> That's really nice, Bob. Appreciate that. Thanks for the phone calls. Four zero two four one three twenty four hundred. The number to dot us up with a comment or question, or you can also fire off a text. We do have a text, Coach. Can you update us on Richie Torres? Haven't heard much about him. Is he redshirting this year? Yeah, we're gonna um, put a redshirt on Torres. You know, he I don't think he he hadn't played in four games, so we'll be redshirting all the freshmen that hadn't played in four games or more. So, but Torres has got a. Um, a great upside, you know. He's got to get in. The, he's got to get back into on the field and get into the film room and continue to develop. But he's got a big arm, but he's got to work on. He's got to work on some things, and he understands what he needs to work on. And I always talk to him about having confidence. I don't think you can play this quarterback position without confidence, and then because when you do make a bad play, you got to move on to the next play right away. You can't let one play beat you twice. And he's still working on that. But he's going to have. He's going to be a great quarterback here. Whip says he's got the strongest arm of the team. He does. He has. He has one of the strongest arms on the team, and you know, and that's that's our job. We got to do a better job as coaches to let him know where he needs to go with the ball. Right. I mean, but I'm, I'm happy with Torres right now. But um, we got to get him better. You mentioned yesterday. Speaking of Whip, uh, he's going to move to the press box for the last two games, right? A yes. safer spot for him. It's a up little there. safer spot for him. I I told him uh, I think week two or three to go to the box. You know, so it's dangerous on that sideline, especially you know on these conditions. Sometimes when he can't move, he just couldn't get out the way, and he got wiped out, and that was um, that's dangerous. And so we'll get him up to the box this week. And you had him to the box in the second, but he wasn't there when the half started. What did you do when the half started? Well, when when the half started, we had to get permission to um, have Steve Cooper. You know, call it. So we had Steve Cooper call it until Whip got up there, and Steve did a really good job. 
Very good. 402-413-2400. Our Sports Alley Hotline is brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. With 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned, you can always find what you are looking for with Woodhouse. A lot more with the coach coming up. McIntyre Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest Premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Back with our football show for the week, up a day because of men's basketball tomorrow night. Mickey Joseph with us until the top of the hour, 402-413-2400. The number to dot us up with a comment or question or fire off a text. Jim in Columbus says, I would just like to tell the coach that if we can win against Wisconsin and Iowa, for me, that would be like going to a bowl game. That's got to be the plan, right? Yes, that's the plan. Two. That's the plan. It's two-game season. We spoke We spoke to the team on Sunday about it, and the most important thing right now is Wisconsin. Uh, we think we match up well with them. That's, so we're going to go out. We're going to play hard. We're going we're gonna to play hard, but we got to play 60 minutes. we got to play 60 minutes, and we gotta we got to dominate in all three phases to win games. And, and the kids understand that, and they, they've been working. They worked yesterday, and they worked today. They'll come back tomorrow and get ready to prepare to um, compete in this game. Art in Los Angeles. Angel says, Coach, uh, who who are some people that inspire you? Who do you look up to? Well, I, you know, I look up to my parents. I look up to my parents because, you know, what we grew up at in, in, in Marrero, right outside of New Orleans, that people usually, guys like me, don't make it out of there. You know, you either in, in jail you, or you six feet under. So we look up to my parents, and my dad was really influenced in our life because, you know, the, you know, we was probably one of the few kids on the block that had a dad. And so we look up to our parents and we look up to each other, my brothers. Very good. Uh, another text question for you. Uh about Bill Bush. The results may not look great, but it does look like the defense has gotten better. Your thoughts about what Bill's done with the defense? Well, Bill's doing a great job, you know, taking over, taking over that defense and, and putting, putting his flavor on it. We're doing a lot of things we, we, we agree with, you know, at LSU that we did, and we, we, like the, we like the fronts that we're running, but it's detailed. It's detailed, and the kids understand pursuit angles, then they, they understand what's going into the game plan, and they, they, they don't look confused anymore. Mike and Carney, Coach Mickey, I've worked with the public for a lot of years. I must tell you how much I enjoy listening to you speak. You're without a question a great motivator and a great man of inspiration. I hope uh, to keep watching you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you very much. How about that? Yes. Nice. Uh, how much you, have you, you see Coach Osborne much? Yes, every Monday at 1030. Really? Yeah, he comes meet, by the office. We meet every Monday at 1030, um, and it, it's a blessing to have Coach. Because Coach understands, you know, what this program was built on, and, and he always enlightens me on the things that he see, and I do respect his opinion. And you know, just the, you know, when I first got the interim job, that was the first thing my mom said to do. You better call Coach Osborne, you know. So you know, so my mom had to, got a chance to see him when he was up here. But coaches, coaches, he's still sharp, and he still understands what what this program, what what it needs to start winning again. And we got to get back to the trenches. We got to get back. We got to get big boys in here in the, in the offensive line and the defensive line and get some depth in there and get a competitive roster. Was your mom a fan of Coach Osborne? Absolutely. It was, it was <laughs> that between, sealed the deal, did yeah, it? Yeah, it was between OU with Barry and Nebraska with Osborne. And Osborne won hands down. Won the mom. He won, hey, that's what you're doing recruiting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, win the, you win the mom, you win, you'll get the kid. Joe in Omaha, text question for you. Just wants to know how the staff is holding up with all the uncertainty moving forward. How do you feel like the guys have done? Well, I explained to them when, when I went through it at LSU 
and some of the things that I thought I did wrong and some of the things I thought I did right. So I, I was really honest with them about some of the things. And I know they're in a tough situation because they have families and not knowing what's going to happen. And, you know, and that's one thing, thing that people understand, like, when, when coaches get let go, usually the head coach is going to leave with a buyout. But it's those assistant coaches, you know, that hurts because sometimes they're on the last year of their deal and, and they got to find a job to support their family. So they, the, the staff's been great. They, they've been attentive. They, you know, they still got to take care of their business. They still probably have to talk to people about jobs because they have to do it. That's the, that's the name of this game. But they, they, they've been giving me 100% in that office and they've been, they've been on board with everything I ask them to do. And I take my hat off to those guys and I appreciate those guys every day I walk in the office. Did they win the battle to kick you out of the Assistant coach's locker room? No, no, no. no I'm not. I'm staying in that assistant coach's <laughs> locker room. Hey, Dorothy Lynch, home style, light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. Let's go to the phone up to Omaha. Chuck, you're up next with Coach Joseph. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, coach, how you doing? Chuck, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> hey, uh, just a, a quick question, and, and then maybe a follow-up if I have a second. Um, it seemed like once you got the, the interim tag put on you, you knew what you were doing from, from the get. Like, Mickey, you're the interim. Boom, I already got it planned out. Here's what we're doing. Is that what it, what it seemed like to you? Because from the outside looking in, it was like, yeah, he's ready for this. Mm-hmm. And then my, my second question would be, you, you just mentioned competitive depth. Um, do you think that's missing from this team? Or do you think that's something that's needed? Or, or, or can you explain that a little more? That's the first time I've heard competitive depth. And then I'll just hang up and listen. Thanks. Well, the first question, you know, when I was thrown into this role, you, you kind of knew what to do because as an assistant coach, you always, you always prepare for this moment that you'll be a head coach, so you're always working to be a head coach. And, and sometimes, you know, head coaches don't have the experience that you want them to have, so you got to have a plan. So I had a plan about what this place, what this, this program should look like and what it should stand for. And one of the things I wanted to do is bring back the physicality that we was going to be physical again and that we was going to try to run the ball and we was going to try to stop the run, but just be physical. So I had, I had a plan from day one. You always got to have a plan as an assistant coach. You, I've been coaching for 20, 20 plus years and, and it's experience. And, and I was just talking, there's a lot of guys that, that get jobs because they're coordinators and they fall on their face because they're not a natural leader of young men. And I'm a natural leader of young men. I can get young men to follow me because they believe in what I say and believe in what I do because I'm up front with them and I don't I don't sugarcoat anything with them, but they know I care about them. And then when we talk about a competitive roster, that's what I'm saying. You need a competitive roster. And when I say that, you got to have 85 guys on scholarship and all 85 guys got to be able to play because the guy behind you has got to be able to push you because if the number one guy is not getting it done, then I'm going to go to the number two guy. If the number two guy is not getting it done, I'm going to go to the number three guy. And the only difference between those guys, it might be one might be from Nebraska, one might be from New Orleans, another one might be from Atlanta, but they all can play. And that's when I talk about having a competitive roster. Appreciate the call from up in Omaha. Our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. Text question from Albion. Randy, coach, what are some of the biggest changes in the game of football since you played? Well, right now, when I played, everything was played in the middle of the field. 
Now the game is played all over the field. It's more, it's more spread, and, and it's called basketball on grass. And it's it's a lot of RPO games, and you know, and it's more spread. You know, and so more kids have to play in space than it, than when I played, because you didn't even have to play in space when I played, because everything was in a phone booth. But now it's spread out, so kids got to be really good athletes to be able to play in space. First trip, I think, for you to the big house. They the the previous home game for Michigan. They had an issue in that tunnel. Any problems Saturday with the two teams coming out the one? No, no. Michigan did a great job of changing everything up. And you know, when the game was over, I made sure that you know I was the last one after I got all my kids in. I stayed right behind and make sure they got got in. And then then I went in. Then then Jim brought his kids in. But Michigan did a really good job of making sure it wasn't going to be a problem. We had no problem. We was going there to be the professional anyway. We was it going there to have an altercation in the tunnel? Any place in the SEC that did they exit the field like that? No. I don't think so. No. That's, no. That, you know, I mean, Rutgers was like Rutgers, that. Yeah. And then Michigan, I've never seen that before but in the SEC. At Rutgers, I thought they held you guys on the field and let them get Yeah, up. let them go up, yes. Was that smart? Yes. Uh, do, do some of that. Uh, text question coming in. Coach, uh, I believe, uh, what are your thoughts on Wisconsin? I think we can win this game. I want to be there. First time I'm ever going to a game in Memorial City. Well, hey, have fun. Good luck. Yeah, but I, I think we match up well with them. I think the kids the kids are excited. They, you know, they go out every game to win the game. Let's, let's, let's get that. Let's clear that up. You know, and Sometimes we, 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 we just we don't finish. And now this week we have to finish, and we're talking about finish every drive, finish every quarter, finish every half. So everything's going to be about finishing this week and competing at a high level in all three phases. So I'm not finishing. You're getting Miles Farmer back. Your thoughts yes. about getting him back. And I know you shuffled Gifford and put him in that safety spot last week and let Buda play the nickel for you. How did that go? Well, you know, I thought – Gift played well at safety. I thought, he, you know, from the, for the most part, from being back there the first time that he held his own. Gift's a really intelligent player, really smart player, good, really good player. And they got chance for um, for um, Buddha to to get in there and, and get him some snaps. I think he played 24 snaps. Good. But we'll get Miles back and Buddha will continue to play because you know it's a heavy run team. So he'll continue to play at the nickel, and we also use Gift at the nickels. But it's good to get Miles back because Miles was coming off a 14 game tackle. You know, and that's what. You you got to do at safety in this league. You got to be able to tackle. So we'll get him back this way. We happen to have him back. He's excited to be back. Good. Good to hear. Uh, 402-413-2400. That's the number if you want to be a part of the program with a call or a text. Time for this week's College Vault Play of the Week. We're celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Huskers' 1997 team. We got a highlight from early in the season in the game against Akron. Kabika is the fullback. Amon Green is the eyeback. First and ten. And the handoff to Makabika breaks tackles inside the ten. He's down to the Is the eye back. First and ten. And the handoff to Macca Booker breaks tackles inside the ten. He's down to the 
There's that fullback trap right there, Coach. Huh? Absolutely. 30-31 trap. <laughs> Same terminology Same you probably terminology. had when you Same terminology. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Joel Makovica. What a character. I still I saw Joel in an event just a couple weeks ago. Hey, Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. All right, 402-413-2400. Back with more with the coach coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, it is sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. 402-413-2400. If you want to be a part of the show with a call or a text, a lot of texts coming in for you tonight, Coach. Nick in South Carolina says, is there any way to be more creative in the run game? It seems like dives, isos is our key running plays. What about a jet sweep, option pitch, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have some some plays you know drawn up and sometimes we don't get to them because sometimes if you're not blocking you're not blocking the zone you know clean you kind of want to stay away from that so you, you want to try to get outside so you try to use some gap schemes but we have some things that we can do and you know and, you know with Casey we like to pitch the ball with Logan mm-hmm. but with Casey we usually want him to hand it off Dustin, text question for you. Do you anticipate any differences now that Whipple's going from the sideline up to the booth? Well, you won't get those debt stairs, you know, so <laughs> you won't get those. So, no, but I think Whipple will be okay up there. You know, it's, it's just the, um, Applewhite, Beck, and, and Donnie will do and Cass, they'll do a good job of getting the personnel on the field. They always do. But I think it's just, you know, it's just about Whipple being comfortable up there because he hadn't been up there in a while. But he'll get comfortable. Bob and Ashland says, Coach, uh, thank you for what you're doing. Heard the highlight about the fullbacks. Any thoughts about bringing it back? Yeah, we, we you know, we talk. I talked to Luke Lindemeyer, you know, you know about right, yeah. about doing something like that because he was a really good blocker coming out of Papio. So, you know, Luke Luke could be a guy if we, we want to do in some insert with a fullback in the future. That's that's that'd be a big thing that we'll do because I think that's that's a, that's a legit question. That's a legit thing to do, especially in this conference when you get a six man box and. You can now you can insert for that six guy, and you get a hat on a hat, and you know you get the boys to get the run game going. It'll be something new, but I think that that needs to come back. Crypto King in our YouTube chat room says, "Coach, your thoughts about NIL? Has it been good for the game?" Well, you know what? I, you know, my, my first initial thought when it first happened, you know, I'm like, oh, I really wasn't a fan of it. But now it's here. Now you gotta you gotta get in tune with it and get on board with it. And I think right now in Nebraska, we, we we're really good. We're really good with it right now. I think Trev's done a great job, you know, with our um, collectives. So we, I think we're ahead of the game with the NIL. Good. Uh, Nebraska 811 says go dig red. Before you dig, always call or click 811 to have your utility lines marked. It's free. It's easy. It's the law. Text from Ryan in Michigan. Coach, what is the biggest thing that you've learned over the past few weeks since being named the interim head coach? Uh, Appreciate it and happy Thanksgiving. Well, the, the big thing is that you're responsible for everything and everything comes through your desk and you have to make you know, just decisions. What's the best decision for the program? And and my thing is just knowing the direction that the program should be headed in. That's that's another thing I learned. Like where we should go from here. Very good. Uh, text from California, Mickey. I'm personally uh, so thankful to you and the tremendous leadership that you have brought to the program. We all care so deeply about your authenticity is real and so appreciated in this day and age. What are the keys to getting a win here this weekend? 
I think we we got to execute. Like I said, we got to execute in all three phases. We got to establish the run. We got to stop the run. We got to be to throw the ball. We got to be to throw the ball on them. You know, they're really good. Um, they're really good defense. This, I mean, just in a Big Ten, I think it's four or five defense that's in the top twenty. So you're playing really good defense, and you're playing a team that run the ball. But we got to execute. And we talked to the kids about executing for sixty minutes. If we can execute for sixty minutes, we can win the game. We can, you know, we execute, you know, a couple of games, you know, in the past that we will win. But we just got it. We got it. We can't. We can't leave plays out on the field. And that's all three phases. Our chat with the coach, proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seasman plays products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at channel.com. John in Omaha, text question. Coach, I'm 59 years old. I wish I was young so I could play for a man like you. You are what Nebraska football is all about. Thanks, John. You got some eligibility. Come on. <laughs> age. Football knows no age. You know, it kind of does, though. There is kind of a clock on football players. Yes. <laughs> does kind of run out on runs some guys. Out. That um, body runs out. Speaking of age, you, you're, you're going to have at least 12 guys that you're garnering on senior day on Saturday, but there may be some more that run out, right? There may yes. be more than 12 that mm-hmm. go in case they decide to yes. try play pro ball or something. Yeah. Or, well, you're going to have 12 seniors that, you know, exhausted their their eligibility. But you're going to have probably between 28 to 30 guys that's going to go out just because of the COVID year. Some guys, you know, been in school four or five years, now they're ready to go work. Some of them, you know, deciding, you know, if they want to come back, if they want to go pro. But whoever wants to walk we want we want them to have that experience and we're not telling them no and when if it's if it's time for them to come back and they decide to come back we'll sit down and talk but like i said before we got to keep some of these players in the program because we got we got to get some mature kids back in this program because we got to get those fifth year juniors and those six year seniors we got to get to that point because that's where we're catching up i think we're almost second to last in the conference with you know for us keeping kids in the program so we got to catch up with that so if a kid can come back and help us next year, I'm going to do my best to sit down with him to get him to come back. But if they want to walk, we're going to let them walk. Trent Hickson's one of the guys that, that, that this will be it. This is, he is eligible. He's up. How has he done? I, mean, I don't remember very many. There have been a couple snaps, but there's going to be that. How about the way he's handled that position? Well, he's he's been uh, he's been a, a pleasure to coach, the pleasure to have on the team. He's um he's the he's the glue. He's the rock and the glue and that offensive line right in the middle who makes all the calls. And we really rely on Trent to do a lot. So we appreciate everything Trent's, Trent's doing for us and done for us, and we're going to truly miss him because he's a really good football player. Started here as a walk-on. You may not have known that. But yes, he yes, I found out. I found out about week two that he started as a walk-on. And that's what you need. You need those walk-ons that are in the program to look at exactly. that and go, okay, I can be that in three or four years. Exactly, and, and that's 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 the philosophy of the walk-on programs now, that the walk-ons that we take, that eventually in two years they'll be a scholarship kid. One walk-on. Took a few snaps at quarterback Saturday. Jarrett Sinek. Yes. How about that? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry's been showing flashes, you know, since he's been here. He showed flashes in, in the spring game. He, he showed flashes in summer workouts. And, you know, Whip, Whip thought he was the our best chance to win game. And it, this takes nothing away from the other two because the other two kids are really good players also. But this thought he was farther along right now to help us win the game. So we're proud of Jerry. Very cool. Hey, buckle up. Put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. But if you're in your house, or whatever, or you parked your car, you can call us, 402-413-2400, or fire off a text. We've got some more texts coming in. We'll answer those with the coach as we wrap up tonight's show next. 
folks, if the Huskers return, the first or second half opening kickoff for a touchdown, you can be a winner of a $54,000 credit on a new vehicle from Woodhouse Auto Family Dealership this season. Conchita Einsbarn from Sutherland is this week's lucky contestant. Good luck, Conchita. Go to huskers.com slash Woodhouse for the official rules and how to get yourself entered for the final game of the year against Iowa on Black Friday. 402-413-2400, the number to dial us up with a comment or question. Coach Joseph with us until the top of the hour. Let's go to West Point. Husker Dan, good evening, Dan. You're up with Mickey. Oh, my gosh, Greg. Uh, and Coach Joseph, I'm, I'm glad to talk to you guys tonight. How are you doing? I'm good, Dan. How are you doing? Awesome. Hey, my Vikings are 8-1. and one. How about that? Yeah, they're playing well. They got good Thanks to Coach Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> he coached my wide receiver, Mr. Jefferson, and I tell you what, I am so elated that he is our coach here at Nebraska, and I just hope we never let him go. We try not to leave. <laughs> that young man's a special player, isn't he? Yes, he is. He, you know, and, and I'll tell people like this, you know, if, if I'd have listened to everybody else about him, because he was the 2100 player in the country, he was a two-star and if I don't listen to everybody saying, oh, why'd you offer me? He don't have, he's got FCS offers. But I trust my own evaluation. And I, we trust our own evaluation with Justin, and we knew he was going to be special. And he came in, and he was 6'2", 165 pounds. And once he got the weight on him, you know, he, he just blossomed and, and went through the roof. And he's a really good football player. But that's all I always say. As coaches, trust your evaluation. Don't listen to the rest of the recruiting services. Don't listen to people saying, oh, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Trust your evaluation because you know what you're doing. You know, how much did Trey get to spend with him down there? Trey spent a lot of time with him. Did he? Trey spent a lot of time with him. Trey still connects with um, Jamar and Terrence and, and Jefferson. So they, they, they're like big brothers to Trey. So Trey, Trey's learning a lot from them, and they watch Trey. I mean, they, they watch us play every week, you know, just to see how Trey's doing. So Trey has a really strong relationship with him. And, and you know, Trey's got some things he needs to work on. And I'm sure they're telling him, yeah, you need to work on this, and this is what you got to do to be a really successful receiver in the league. David Omaha, text question for you. says, Coach, talk about the plan for kickoffs when you know teams are going to kick them short. Well, right now, we, we, we call it funny balls. So we work on that. We work on that every week with, um, with, with Joey and the rest of the kids. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, we, we can switch the returner. But I'm telling them, when you, if you get a short kick, run it. Catch it and run it, you know, because everybody's got a running back in their background. But we also can get to the point where we put two returners back there also. Tim in Minnesota wants to know if you've, if you've thought, given any thought to having Jock Yant be a fullback. No, I think Yant's more of a, a, t- a tailback. You know, he likes that. I don't know if Yant wants to stick his face in there you know, the way those fullbacks need to. Roger in the text line said, Coach, I'm going to Iowa City. Let's beat the yellow and black. I'm tired of the course from them, uh, the Hawk fans in the Omaha metro area. Go Big Red. Hey, we, 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 That'll we, be the plan next yeah, week. Yes, be the plan next week, but I, trust me, the boys will be ready. <laughs> yeah, that'll, be a, that'll be a hard one on Black Friday. All right, Wisconsin coming up this week. Uh, how would you characterize your practices yesterday and today? I know we're day earlier than we normally talk to you, but how, how's it been to this point? Well, yesterday was, um, was, a, was a really lot of energy at practice. Good. You know, just running around and having a good time, smiling, competing. And today, today they came out with more energy today. 
You know, to say what is this team's three, three and seven right now, you, you couldn't tell because the energy's still there, the fight's still there, and you got to appreciate that because kids these days, most kids these days would have quit already, but these, these kids have no, no quit in them. These coaches have no quit in them, and then they're going to fight to the end. And this is a great opportunity to play a great Wisconsin football team, a really good offense, a really good defensive team. So it's another opportunity for us to go out and try to get a win. Sounds like your leaders are doing a good job with this group. Absolutely. I meet with the Unity Council every Monday night. And they're doing a really good job, leadership. You know, Garrett and and Travis and and Nick and and Luke. You know, you got um, Smothers in there. You got a whole Piper's in there. You got a lot of boys in there that that that's leading us right now. And and the kids are accepting the leadership. But one thing I'm telling you, what's going on now? Everybody's pulling on the same side of the rope, and that's the only way that you can stay together in times like this. Because it's tough times. Like I told the kids, we've been we've been coming, busting our butts every day, coming in here, and we hadn't been getting the results but if you look if you if you worry about the past you know that's going to hurt you let's worry about what we can control is the future Question about how Nick Hendricks is doing. Nick's doing good. Nick's doing good. Nick's well. Uh, he's been he's been having so much energy at practice with his crutches and until he get his knee back. But Nick's been he's been great. So even though he's not able to play, he's no, still kind he's, of taking that captain. Yeah, role and, and he's serious. you know he he's still helping like helping Ernest, helping CK and Vi and the younger linebackers. He's still out there. He knows what's going on. He's a smart player. We miss him. We miss him dearly. But um, he's still helping us. He's still he's still a part of this football team and he's still leading us. Very good. Uh, Sam in Omaha says, Coach, did you happen to catch the LSU team drinking hot chocolate on the sidelines at Arkansas? And it was only 40 degrees down there the other day. Yeah, that's cold to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, bundle up. You're probably going to need it. Jessica's got like five layers on, I think, already for uh, Saturday. Good luck. Let's go get the Badgers. Thank you. Mickey Joseph with us here on our Football Coaches Show a night early because of basketball tomorrow night. Get 4.5% more power when it matters most and up to 5% better fuel economy when every dollar counts. Register to win 500 gallons of Ruby Fieldmaster Diesel valued at over $2,000 when you visit cvacoop.com. Central Valley Ag, the official co-op of Husker Nation. That'll put a wrap on the night show. Thanks to Andrew, Molly, Mike, Jessica, everybody here tonight having some fun with the coach. Uh, we're not, we don't have another sports nightly for you until Monday. So enjoy the rest of your week.